Welcome to the Mark Steri Music Podcast. This podcast is an audio journal of my guests and I's adventures throughout the live and local music biz. Fun conversations, cool tunes, and good times will be had. My name is Mark Steri, and I'm a 15-plus-year veteran of the Twin Cities, Minnesota metro music scene. Check me out at Mark Steri, that's S-T-A-R-Y, music.net. Also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All of my original music is available for download on iTunes, CD Baby, etc. This podcast drops every Tuesday, if not before, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. If you enjoy it, please subscribe on iTunes. It's totally free and guarantees you'll never miss an episode. If you've got an extra buck or two that you wouldn't mind tossing in the podcast tip jar, please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Also consider helping get the word out in the street via social media, five-star rating and review on iTunes, word of mouth, etc. Happy Thought of the Day is by Ozzy Osbourne. To be a liar, you've got to have a great memory. And I don't have a memory. Thanks for tuning in, and welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Enjoy! Welcome back to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast, episode 117. Thanks to all the folks who contributed to this podcast on Patreon.com. Coming at you on a gorgeous winter day here in Chisago, Minnesota at Ricochet slash Scousinator Studios and excited to be tracking drums for the new record. Last week's Geeks Wrap-Up. Wednesday, I played a solo show at Pub 42 in New Hope, Minnesota. Buddy Dave got a bit full, so I gave him a lift home in exchange for Manager Vinny's real name. Thursday, Brian Johnson and myself jammed at Lucky's 13 in Burnsville, Minnesota. Anxious to shoot Judd Haley's internet music interview show there this Thursday. Friday, I played a solo show at Ingredients in White Bear Lake, Minnesota. Thanks to Manager Rebecca for the tips on how to exercise a dog in these bitter, cold temperatures. Saturday, Brian K. Johnson and myself rambled on up to Breezy Point, Minnesota to rock out at JJ's Pub at Commander Bar for Ice Fest. Apparently, it was one of the busiest nights in Commander history. It was crazy. Bikini contest, jamming with Billy Larson, BS with Johnny Holm. Only happens in Breezy. Upcoming shows. Wednesday, January 10th, 2017, I'll be playing a solo show at Pub 42 in New Hope, Minnesota from 7.30 to 9.30 p.m. Friday, January 12th, I'll be playing a solo show at Nova in Hudson from 6.30 to 9.30 p.m. Saturday, January 13th, Brian K. Johnson myself will be jamming a private show at Happy Gnome in St. Paul, Minnesota from 8 to 11 p.m. Is part one of three with KQRS morning show personality Candace Wheeler. We discuss goats, Acme Comedy Club, Black Sabbath, etc. Enjoy the conversation. Miss Candace Wheeler. How are you doing today, Candace? I'm great. Thank you for having me. This is so fun. Yeah, welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. We're here at Ground Swell. A ground well? I think you're right. Gr- ground swell. <laughs> I, think the sw- I think it's the swell. Ground swell Because I typed here it into Google Maps, and then something came up in San Diego, like a, like a surf place. Like oh, a s- really? Ground swell. Yeah, it's definitely not that. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. So here in St. Paul in a frigid 
Yes. Uh, cold day here, but it's supposed to be 12 degrees, so that's pretty nice. cool. So hopefully the uh, the dogs will be able to start to go outside. Mm-hmm. So Candace has also, she's, along with being on the KQ Morning Show, she also works canine-inspired change with Copper and I yep. as well. And... Um, does Gigi like to go outside a lot? Yeah, so, but it's been so cold that I've been carrying her to the grass because we have, like, a long pathway. Um, but, yeah, she gets really cold. She But lately, she's just been running out, going to the bathroom, and running back in really well. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it gets real cold, then I don't, we don't walk or anything. If I could get some boots or, like, little shoes for her, maybe. Yeah. But. I got boots for copper, but. Uh, she just, it's almost like a punishment. She just yeah. barely will not walk and just looks the saddest look Hates in her face it. of all time. Yeah. She won't go to the bathroom. And it just, this is so brutal on dogs, this nasty yeah. cold weather. How did the show go this morning? It was good. It was kind of weird being back after we were off for the holidays. So like a week and two days. Um, and I was, I was ready to go back. I really liked the structure of waking up every day and having the show and just like having that in my daily Regime, I guess, but um, okay. it was fun. We talked a little bit about Mariah Carey and the New Year's. I heard that. Some stupid stuff. Um, yeah, it was a fun show. That's cool. And I heard that uh, your mother got you an autograph of John Mayer. Oh, you heard Bunkers? that? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so when they were dating, um, John Mayer was dating Jessica Simpson. This was probably like 2008 or something. My mom used to go to bunkers all the time. Like, that was her spot. She always claims that um, Prince, like, grabbed her ass there or whatever. Or really? Something, like, weird like that. So she nice. always parties with those. Um, Jellybean Johnson, the time, they would always go there and stuff. And that was, like, her big era. Um, That's in the folks world. I want to get on the show, Jellybean Johnson. That would be Johnson, cool. Yeah, he's here all the time. I see him everywhere. Really? Bunkers. You should go to Bunkers. Yeah, I used to play there all the time. Years yeah, ago. that's a great place. So, But yeah, they were just hanging out, and uh, my mom knew that I liked Jessica Simpson more than John Mayer. I don't really think she knew who John Mayer was, but she <laughs> took a picture of them, and they wrote on a paper bag, like, to Candace. On a Yo. paper bag? Yeah, like from the back kitchen. Do you still have it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nice. So. Nice. Um, so how long have you been doing this KQRS gig? Um, I've been there for five years. Um, morning show, maybe like three now. Okay. So, yep. So I was just an intern first for a year, year and a half, and then started getting involved with the morning show. Okay. So, yeah. So how do really they start fun. working into the morning show? Like saying they thought you're kind of funny in the in the break room and stuff. They're like, oh, you should do um, some spots in the show. Or yeah, how, I don't know. Did you audition for that stuff? Or no. how do you get that job? Um, well, I went on a few Vegas trips, so I got to meet the morning show. Um, I met Tom. Um, just kind of getting more familiar with the group. And then there was a position that opened up for the call screener. So I was doing that for a while. I was sharing that position like every other day with um, Bob Sansevier's daughter, Sam. Okay. So we were like alternating. But then she got another job somewhere else. And so then I started doing full time there. Okay. Um, yeah. It's cool. Um, it's what's, it's fun. what's it like to work with, you know, Tom, a, you know, a radio icon? Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, just listening to him do interviews is my favorite because I've listened to that since I remember, since I can remember. He's so on the off the cuff and smooth, and it's really inspiring. I want to be like that. So okay, it's really yeah. He sucks me in. Who's some of the other favorite people on the show? Um, I'm really close with Dave Mordahl. He is a comedian. He was on Last Comic Standing. 
I like shitty old cars. I can still work on a shitty old car. I can't work on a brand new car. Not unless you got a degree from uh, MIT in electrical engineering. You know? I don't like the shit that's in there. When it comes to electricity, I'm done. Because it, it could be a wire. It could be... Who the... Awesome. And he had a show, and he's really cool. He's really funny. And um, he lives up in Duwalem, and he has four goats. One of them is mine. Um, well, I guess I take care of them all, but he got one for my birthday for me. So I go up there often and take care of the goats, and we four-wheel and do fun cool. stuff like that. Yeah. Goats. <laughs> Where, whereabouts is this? Um, Duwalem. It's by Becker, Minnesota. Wow. Mm-hmm. Raises goats. Yeah, they're so cool. And he lives up there? Yeah. And he gets to the morning show every day? He drives, yep, hour down, hour back. Yeah, it's... And sleeps the rest of the day. Yeah. Plays <laughs> the goats. Oh, my gosh. So that's really fun. That's been nice to have a friend like that that I can um, hang out with outside of the show and just get to know okay. on that kind of a level. Yeah. It makes, it, it makes work a lot of fun, too. What's some surprising things people would like to know about raising goats compared to like raising dogs therapy well, dogs um they yell a lot if they're hungry or something or so we have a really nice space for them there's a nice house but they don't like to be cooped up in there so you gotta let them out i mean just like a dog very similar but okay. goats will eat anything they'll eat like trees plants no meat but they'll eat anything and that's all they do is eat all they do. Okay. Like, if they're free and they're roaming, they will be eating the whole time. <laughs> it's wow. really funny. They're cute. Can you train them? Like, do they know their names? I don't know. Do they, they yeah, yeah, out? yeah. So, they, I feel like they remember words and sounds. Because if I want the goats to go in the goat house, sometimes they're really stubborn about it. So, we always go, get in there. And they, like, associate <laughs> that when they run in there. It kind of freaks them out, I think. <laughs> Did you have a good New Year's and holidays yeah, and all that kind of stuff? Yeah. So, I also work at Acme. So, I worked really late there until about midnight. And then just hung out with a girlfriend who um, is visiting from Spain. So, we just kind of hung out. And who was uh, playing Acme on New Year's? Um, Brian Miller and Nate Abshire. They did a joint show together and it was really good it was busy really yeah i just go to acme all the time before i started music full-time yeah because then i play all the weekend stuff now but how's business down there it's really good i was a little worried they were a little worried with the parking and everything i think but there's been no problem i mean still selling out and packing in the restaurants packed all the time so i think people might be adjusting hopefully to finding other ways to get there rather than drive, so that's cool. So what do you do at Acme Comedy Club? So I do some marketing stuff during the day, some promoting of um, the shows. We do some theater shows, social media stuff, and then I also serve in the club. So I bartend, or not bartend, I wish. That'd be cool one day. (laughs) Um, Serve in the club right now, but yeah, it's cool. A little bit of everything, I guess. Okay. When I used to go to Acme all the time, I'd see the national guys and the local guys. And I always seem to like the local guys totally. better because the regional humor I, I thought was it. so funny. Yeah, one of my favorite comics is Pete Lee, and he's from uh, Wisconsin, but he went to school here and grew up here. I, I have a Wisconsin accent. Uh, that's why everything that I say sounds like, oh my gosh, crepes, teeter tots. <laughs> when I first moved to New York City, I auditioned to play a Brooklyn police officer on the TV show Law & Order SVU. But I had no idea I did not naturally have a Brooklyn accent flowing out of me. It's just all fun Minnesota jokes, a lot of like accent jokes and just things you can relate to, you know? Yeah. One of the funniest things I ever heard in my life was at Acme. I forget who the headliner was, 
but they had this local guy that was there, and he told this story. He goes, yeah, I have a... You might even know who the comedian is. I don't know. He goes, he goes yeah, I have a twin brother, and, and my mom has a wall of you know pride, a wall of fame in uh-huh. our house. And on my one brother's side, he was valedictorian and captain of <laughs> the football team and prom king all hanging on the wall. And on my wall, there's one thing. It was a DWI. <laughs> oh, my gosh. On the wall. That's awesome. That's so funny. Do you ever met, like, Jim Florentine? He's one of my favorites. Yeah, he's been in the studio a couple times, and he talked about he did that show, right? Um, that that rock- metal show. Yeah. I used to DJ weddings before I did comedy. I was the worst DJ. I wouldn't play anybody's songs. I was so rude to people. I lasted like a month. I remember this one guy comes up, uh, yeah, can you play hot, hot, hot? I'm like, no. <laughs> Didn't you hear that in the car on the way over here? Get the hell out of here. That yeah, I show. listen to him every week. <laughs> cool. So he's got a podcast. He's really funny. Yeah. He's got he's that nice. kind of self, you know, just real negative. <laughs> but he's yeah. so funny. I like his voice. He does have a cool voice. New York or something? He's from New York, yeah, Yeah. and he's kind of got that attitude, too. Who's the other comedian? Don Jameson. That was another one that was on there, too. Okay. That was pretty cool. Anyway, Candace works with me at uh, Canine Inspired Change. We were working and just finished up a session at Waite Park. Yep. And uh, so sometimes I have this thing called Puppy Jams while Grandma Harmonica and play for the kids, and the kids all sing, and Candace goes up to me, she goes, do you know how to play The Wizard by Black Sabbath? Best. And I thought that was one of the coolest things I've ever heard in my entire <laughs> life. You're a big Sabbath fan? Yeah, I love Black Sabbath, dude. Um... I love a lot of music, classic rock, new rock, even some pop stuff lately. But there are a few bands that I love and I'm just obsessed with. That and it's it's the weirdest thing. I, it amazes me how music has been like these bands have been such a big deal in my life. Black Sabbath, The Doors, and I'd say Fleetwood Mac as well. Okay. Just, I don't know. There's just the lyrics are amazing. Um, especially a lot of the old Sabbath. It's like, okay. oh, God, I so love it. I was playing a game with a buddy doing the ranking the Ozzy Sabbath records, the yep. first eight. What would be your favorite Sabbath Ooh. record? That's tough. I really... How about songs? Was that e- is that easier? Well, the first album is so iconic, you know, with all the songs on there, with the especially all the sound effects, too, with the yeah. rain and the thunder, like... Black Sabbath, Black Sabbath is, like, amazing. That has the wizard on it too, doesn't it? Yes. Yep. The first album. Uh, I like to sing "Sweet Leaf" a lot on karaoke. Yes. That's one of my favorites. You sing at karaoke? Yeah, that's my go-to karaoke I've never song. Never heard a person sing "Sweet Leaf." Oh karaoke. my god, it's so fun! But people are a little freaked out because the head. Do you do the cough part too? <laughs> yeah, sometimes. <laughs> Yeah. 
NIB I've done on karaoke too. And then Hand of Doom, which is like a really eerie, intense song, is really good too. I don't know if I know Hand of Doom. You should listen to it. Is it an old Ozzy one? I have yes. all their albums on my phone right now. Really? Awesome. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what album it's off the top of my head, but um, it's one so of the older NIB, ones. NIB, can you just, you can sing that karaoke? Do they, like, isn't it because like a bunch of three songs together make that one? Or can you just sing the NIB part? You're the right Timothy about that. Yeah. Black for yeah. all the folks that are... You're right. They do sync into each other on the album, but they cut it. They shorten it for karaoke. Okay. Have you ever seen Sabbath Live? Yes. So first time was in 2013 in Chicago. I went by myself. Um, That was really fun. It was an experience to do that by myself. And then um, the next year I saw them at the Hollywood Bowl. And I was visiting some friends in California and they didn't want to go. So I ended up just scalping a ticket for shouldn't say this but it was expensive and it was like second row what i know i had to do it i was like when am i gonna get this chance again so that was really awesome i tried to get backstage that didn't happen what um, is it about sabbath that you like so much you think <sighs> is it the riffs i think ozzy's it's one just of the so singers. intense yes and he's so um animated like yeah he, it feels like aerobics when you watch him he's just like get your and hands together, you know, and he's just clapping, and people are freaking out. I like the crowds at those concert a lot, concerts a lot. Oh, wow. So. We were talking about this, too. So Ozzy didn't even, he didn't write the lyrics, a lot of those early Sabbath mm-hmm. songs either, so it was mostly Geezer Butler, yep. right, the bass mm-hmm. player? Which I didn't know until, I don't know, a couple of years ago. I always thought it was Ozzy, but... Have you heard... Their album Technical Ecstasy. Yes, I like that one. That's kind of like eighty. Like it's different. Yeah. Yeah, I read a thing on there that they were going to. They were trying to. Um, they were trying to sound like the people that they had already influenced, like Foreigner and okay. all that kind of stuff, and Journey or whatever. So they were trying to do that with Technical Ecstasy, and I I love it. Like I was listening to it, like whatever, just hanging out, working out, whatever, and and uh, it's really catchy, a really good guitar parts. But I listened closer. And I was like, oh, how does the, like, called Backstreet Kid, I think yes. is the first one. Yep. And I looked at the lyrics, and I was hoping it would be something creepy. And the lyrics were it's terrible. bubble gum. Yeah. It's total bubble gum. And it's the whole album. It's all just bubble It is kind of silly. But it's kind of fun. I like the, I gotta see my rock and roll doctor. That's like a that's my favorite off that one. But yeah, it's a lot more simple and yeah. Oh man, poppy. It is very yeah. poppy. I'm like blanking right now, dude, on record names. But um, "Killing Yourself to Live" is my I should say that's my favorite song because I love to sing it. I'm never singing it on karaoke, but in my car, I blast that shit. <laughs> Oh, you can swear in here now. Oh, okay, sorry. Um, but I forgot what album that's off of. Now I feel like a loser. But Killing Yourself to Live is a really, really good. I can look um, it up right now. I have them cool. all on my phone. I swear to God. That's cool, man. Did you check out on those bands I texted you yet? Oh, no. So I've been so busy over the holidays, but I will. I'll do that today. I have a day off today, actually. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think so. So Killing Yourself to Live is off of, uh, that's off of Sabbath, Bloody Sabbath. Oh, yeah, duh. That's, that's a, a great one, yeah. I think mine is, uh, my favorite record of theirs is Sabotage. Oh, yeah, I've seen it. Like, with Hole so in the many. Sky. Yes. And then my drummer, his favorite uh, uh Song is Symptom of the Universe. Oh, yep. Yep. So I really am sad though because of Bill Ward. I wish I could see him live with them. Why did, why did he get, they get rid of him? There's speculation that um, he was sick. There's speculation that he didn't get along with Ozzy or he didn't get along with Sharon more specifically. Um, there's a lot of BS rumors. And I know that he isn't 100% well. But I think he could do if I, I remember reading him saying if they wanted me to do it, I could do it. Okay. So I don't really know what's going on there, but it just makes me really bummed out because I kind of feel like, especially these bigger bands who are so famous and so I don't want rich. I mean, like you kind of have a you should if you're gonna close your whole thing out and make it the end because this was their last tour. Yeah, you should do it with the original people. And if you don't do it, you should charge less for tickets because it's insane and it's like kind of a cop out. I mean, if you're not going to see the whole original thing, especially if they're all live and somewhat half-ass healthy, you yeah, know, if they can do it. They're just still. being stubborn. But um, I don't know. speaking of like Mariah Carey-ish gossip, mm-hmm. is Ozzy still with Sharon or no? I think so. Yeah. So I thought he had some fling with his. I'm pretty sure he did. Yeah, but I mean. It's Ozzy, yeah. <laughs> I love him. You can't say anything bad about Ozzy. I love him so much. Were you even a fan of the TV show? Yes, dude. The Osbournes. Really? Oh, my God. And then the new show that's on right now with him and his son is really good. Jack, it's like um, on History Channel. It's really good. You should watch it. Too. What show is that? Um, World Detour. World on Detour. History Channel. It's him and Jack, and they go to all these different... Like, they went to the Alamo, where Ozzy apparently peed on the Alamo, and they went there, and they did, like, a little segment on that and stuff. Um, so, yeah, it's cute. Cool. Yeah. Um, did you follow as a fan of Ozzy through his solo career as well, mm-hmm. or did you stick with with, uh, with Tony Iommi and Sabbath and yeah. Ronnie James? Um, I like a lot of solo stuff, too, with Ozzy, but I probably was more into that first and then I discovered Sabbath and then that kind of took over. Okay. So. That's totally awesome. Yeah. Um, what's so, you've never had a chance to meet any of the Sabbath folks. No. I've written letters. And Have you? No one's responded. Has Tom or any of your coworkers ever got to meet any of them? No, anyone? I don't think so. I don't think anyone's met Ozzy. You met some really big ones too though. Yeah, so I met Robbie Krieger a couple times. Love you, And I got to meet him through doing an interview. So a lot of the times, I'll if people are in town, I'll interview them um, or I'll request to interview them. And it just so happens, I got really lucky um, doing that with Robbie. I sent a Facebook message to the Doors Facebook page, just explaining like what I wanted to talk about. I was about I was going to see him the next month. Um, I just wanted to talk about him and his time with the Doors. And I got a phone call like an hour later and said, okay, Robbie's going to be ready in 15 minutes. Really? Yeah, so I was like, oh, my God. I didn't really think anyone was going to respond. Where does he live? Probably L.A. still, yeah. Wow. Um, That was cool. So how was he a good interview? Was he a lot of fun? Yeah, I mean, he's a little... God, I don't even know how old he is, but... um, 
I think he liked it. I mean, I was super, I was like, hi, Rob. I was super shy and nervous. And, um, but then the next year he came back and I got to do it in person and that was better. I felt like I was able to relax a little bit and really like ask questions about Jim, who I love. Um, I love Jim Morrison. So that was cool to hear about their relationship and stuff. And I really like hearing that. I like hearing the background stories um, of how they were together and things like that. I love that. Yeah. Um, Candice, we're running out of time for yeah. part one of this podcast. Mind sticking around for another podcast sure. or two? Okay, yeah. we'll end this one with, what's your favorite Doors song? Ooh, Roadhouse Blues. I love that one, too. Yes. All right, <laughs> thank you, Candice, for being on the Mark Stereo Music Podcast. Please tune in next week for part two. Thanks for tuning in to this week's edition of the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Hope you've enjoyed the program. We'll see you back here for new podcasts about life and times in the live and local music scene each and every Tuesday, if not before, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. This is a listener-supported podcast, so if you'd like to get on board, please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Sterry Music Podcast. If you enjoyed some of the musical edits in the show, please head on over to your local record store or do some digging on iTunes and load up on some new songs. Also, if you get a chance, please go check out some live music somewhere. It could be a great and worthwhile experience. Life is short. Go have some fun. Till next time. Oh